then it keeps it cold. <laughs> hey, 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 welcome to the Live Messy Podcast. I dropped my pen. Can you hear me, I my sure pen? Can. Welcome to the disaster that is. But you know what? That's why it's called Live Messy and not Live Perfect. Right? That's right. What are you doing? I'm making sure oh, that nice. our microphone is on. Oh, that's happened before. That's yep. happened before. Yep, yep, yep. We're going to talk about some really exciting stuff today. We're going to talk about failure. Oh my gosh. I feel like I didn't prepare that much for here for this episode, but then I feel like it's going to be a complete therapy session. Yes. I also believe that your whole entire life is preparation for talking about failure. Not well, yours in particular. Well, ours oh, in general. Oh, shit. I got there quick. I got there quick. Good night. Oh, oh man. What's man. funny is my life, I made so many choices out of fear of failure. Ooh, yeah. I wasn't even going to go there, but that's good. good. Like, how many choices have you made in your life that you were like, didn't well, want to then. You're going to go there now. Guess so. Because I'm not a it's risk true, taker. Though, because, like, literally, like, I got into chiropractic school and I wanted to go. And it was like some orientation thing or something that they had. And they said, oh, my God, I swear they said. In my mind, they said 90, but I'm sure it was, I think it was like 60. But I've blown <laughs> it up. They're like 60% of all chiropractors fail the first year well that's awesome well I don't want to be here anymore and like I literally quit because of that I remember and I was like ah oh, that girl had no tenacity back then yeah like I had no nothing I remember smack her face when we went through the credential program there were four of us girls that somehow we grouped together we didn't know two of them knew each other from undergrad because mm-hmm. in California you did your four years of college and you went back and did a year for your credential so it was a year post-grad Anyways, I remember sitting in like the orientation and them telling us what it required and basically we're like, you can't work because yeah, well, you're teaching full time, you're going Uh to school full time, like it's full time everything. And I remember all three of us sitting on the floor in whatever classroom we were in and crying because we're like, I can't do this without working. Yeah. You know, because we all were kind of paying our way. Yeah. Yeah. We all lived on our own, all the things. So obviously I didn't quit but it would have been really easy and I don't I wonder what would have happened had I not had those people I think the environment and the people that you the people you find yourself around will really are either will either feed that fear of failure or they're going to squash that fear of failure they're either going to champion you or they're going to be like yeah that sounds terrible and which one are you going to choose gosh we're just going there and there's now I'm like there is so much to say two minutes in I know But which one are you going to choose and who are you going to allow to influence you? Well, I will tell you, personally speaking, I do have, um, oh my God, my mom already hates me anyways. So <laughs> let's just go there. Like I don't, heart. I don't, like whenever I come up with a new idea, like I'm a very spontaneous, like, yeah. let's just let's move, just do it. let's yeah. just do this kind mm-hmm. of person. And I don't know if they were just, you know, trying to like temper me down right. a bit, Right. but it was never met with. Oh my God, that's an awesome idea. I think you're going to do great. <laughs> it was always met with, I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. And even to this day, as an adult, I've, as I see that, I still see that dynamic happen. So I, well, I just don't does it affect, as much. But. Does it affect whether you keep going? So our, our tagline is to pack up or keep going. So does, yeah. it, does that have an effect on whether you decide to pack up or keep going? I think when your circle of people, your tribe, have a response like, yeah. I think as an adult now, I feel like I'm more selective in my tribe. Okay, that makes sense. And I still have, I have selected people that will champion me, that will encourage me, and that get what I'm doing. 
versus people that have no connection Got with it. it. Like, they have no idea how and why and why would I want to do that? Why can't I be happy with what I have? And right. some of that's driven by their intentions oh, and yeah. motives. So I think you just have to know who you're communicating with and know, know who your audience is. I like that a mm-hmm. lot because I know that not everyone's going to understand what I'm doing nor be excited about it because they don't understand. It's not well, like they're being jerks about they it. They don't need to be excited. Right. What they, I, and I told my son this just the other day. I go, no one's going to be, he was working on a project and he was trying to sell it to his dad. And I said, I go, you got to understand, no one's going to be as excited as you are. Right. Ever, absolutely. Ever. I said, so don't go to it with that expectation. You'll be disappointed. Right. Um, but I think the seeing the hesitation in other people, it's like, yeah, oh, like yeah. that will deter, can deter you right. or at least give you pause. And I cut you off. Go ahead. No, you, uh, you did. No, yeah, no, yeah. no. I don't even realize. Yeah. I just, as you're talking, I was thinking about, because I am at a crossroads with my tribe mm-hmm. and who is championing me and I can never say that word right. And who is not championing, championing who is not. And I feel like for a while I felt like, well, all of those people should be mm-hmm. on, on board with me, at least asking how I am and how it's going and show an interest in it. And it's just not there in a couple of them. And I've learned to, or I've come to realize in the last week or so that that's okay. And those aren't the ones that I'm going to go to for this specific piece yeah. of my life and that's okay they don't have to feed my soul in that way mm-hmm. and that's not how God created them you know there's so many times where we look at the people in our life and we're like well why can't they do this and I always go back to well God didn't create him to fill that piece of you mm-hmm. but it was hard for me to accept this week and it made me not feel like a failure necessarily in what I'm doing Maybe it did a little bit. Like, why aren't you valuing it? Why aren't you making me feel like I am doing something important or something good? Do you know what I'm saying? I absolutely know exactly what you're saying. I think um, a key part of that, I think trying to swing back around to the failure, do you keep going or do you push on? I think that point of we all talk to our people. Right. And like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? I think as you get older, or if I could bestow this upon a young person, is... Know your audience. Know where they are. If yeah. you know your tribe, know yeah. where they are. Like, True. I'm not going to, like, I'm going to make up a scenario. This is not accurate. I'm making this up, friends. Um, <laughs> it's not you. It's not you, basically. So I'm not going to go to somebody and say, oh, my gosh, I want to buy a new house, and they've just filed bankruptcy. Or right. they, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, that's an extreme example, but you, you know your audience. Because yeah. do you think they're going to be like, Maybe they would be excited for you, but I feel like it would they be They probably couldn't. To they couldn't yes. be excited for you, and not because they don't want to be, but because their life circumstances yeah. and allowing them to. Oh, like whenever I had Allie and she was little and people would get pregnant and they'd have these healthy babies, yeah, I'm happy for them. I would never want them to have a disabled child, but I'm not I'm not. You're gonna, not their person. I'm not their person, yeah. and I'm not going to be as excited. If anything, I'm going to really smile really hard, and right. they go home and cry. Right, right. And that's what I mean by know yeah. your audience and know where they're right. at mentally and emotionally. I agree. And so you need to find, if you're going to keep going, you need to find your tribe that's going to be able to push you forward. And that's going to look different in different phases. Absolutely. This is so speaking my life right now. Is it? I'm yes. Uh, well, I because it would be my therapy session. No, because uh, you know, it's just been a, it's it's just been a time. 
I, the people that aren't showing up right now are the people that show up, show, sh- blah, 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 have blah, always shown up in the past. They have always shown up in the past. And so there is this expectation that I put on them mm-hmm. to show up and they haven't been. And every time we get together or talk or I see them, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for like, hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, it sucks right now. I need your help. Yeah. Like I'm failing. I need my people. Mm-hmm. And they don't ask. It's like crickets. But when I look at their lives, they're not in a place right now where they're able to be that friend for me. And so I had to take a moment to communicate that that was hurtful. Well, I think but it then would I be had hurtful to, because yes. you're, you brought an expectation yes. to the table that wasn't met. You were disappointed. Right. And you felt unfulfilled in that piece of the relationship. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't necessarily their fault. No, absolutely not. Yeah. You brought the expectation. Yeah. You brought yeah. the need for to be fulfilled. Yeah. It was all what you brought to the table. Right. But you had a cadence or a past of them always championing. Right. But I think we just grow out of seasons, just like yeah. friendships. I think it's part of it when it comes to like your tribe. And mm-hmm. I think different times friends are closer than others yeah and it's amazing who has stepped up and stepped in to fill that need in me Mm -hmm. you know and that really has been tremendous so what it did this week was for me to to really see when I am struggling or even when I'm doing well these are the people that are the ones that are going to walk this path with me and these are the people that aren't and it doesn't mean they're any less of my friend no, just means just they're means, serving a different purpose in my life at that time. And I think you discount what you're serving for their life too. You have to remember yeah. that just yes, because yes, you're not yes. getting necessarily mm-hmm. what you need, you might be providing something to somebody else. Yeah, and then I go to like, I'm always providing that. I'm uh, that person. But anyways, um, I do think that you need to know who your tribe is, when it, especially when it comes to failure because... I feel like we can talk about the friendship. I think that's another yeah, podcast for a while. Yeah. But yes, when it comes to failure and whether you should just be like, listen to those people that are like, ooh, and then yes. just quit like I did. Be like, yeah. oh, okay, well, this is going to be too hard. Obviously, right. I'm going to fail at this. Right. I'm looking at all the people that I'm going to fail for right. sure. And make your decision based on that. I think it's, if anything, it should be a gut check. Yeah. And be like, okay. Because mm-hmm. I do think, and I hope I'm not cutting you off. I oh, do no. think that sometimes people in your life can see things in you that you can't see. And so... I love those people, by the way. Yes. Those are my favorite people. But how do you know when that person is speaking life into your into your life? You know what I'm saying? Into that circumstance or that event or whatever it is you're chasing. They're saying, mm, I, you're feeling the failure a little bit. And then they speak and they kind of confirm it. A lot of us can just... What is it that makes you press into that and listen versus shrug it off like they don't know any better? I think it goes down to knowing that person and their intentions. Yeah. Like if you were to say something to me that was like, hey, I noticed you're doing this. Is everything okay? Yeah. I would receive that information a lot better. Right. And say it was coming from somebody who has a history of not meeting my expectations or not being a champion for me, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And I mean, and you're totally. going to have moments where you try, and then it's a failure with them. Right, and right. I, I, but I hate, I don't want to keep going back to, like, the tribe part of it. Yeah. But, I mean, um, I think you have to, we were just talking about this earlier, check your reasons why. Mm-hmm. Like, so if someone's mm-hmm. questioning you, and it makes you feel, should I give up, or should I keep right. going? Go back to your why. Go back to, okay, what was my intention? I was having a conversation with someone this morning, and he's such a champion for what I do, like teaching right. like the dance fitness and stuff like that. It is such a soul-giving, mm-hmm. joy-giving thing that I do for myself and for others. And um, 
Like, I don't share that with my husband. Right. I mean, he's like, right. he's like, okay. It's yeah. not that he doesn't like it. I mean, it, it, it's not his thing. Yeah. And there's another guy who's another instructor, and we were talking today. And I told him, I go, thank you for being such a champion for this. I go, you're yeah. always positive and always uplifting. And um, we were talking about motivation. And I said, because I got, like, a call to come in for another job offer. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, well, I don't know about that one. So it's a perfect scenario. He was like, I don't know about that. He's like, I didn't have a great experience. Ugh, I don't know. And I took it as I go, well, my reason why is, and I went through the reasons why right. I would pursue that. And then I went through the reasons why I was pursuing the other thing that was successful. Right. And he was like, okay. He's like, right. he's like, I got it. And he's yeah. like, I get it. But I mean, he didn't, for someone who was a champion, who he is becoming a part of my tribe. And for him to instantly be like, it de- definitely makes you think twice. I didn't think twice about it, though. Oh, you didn't? No. I was like, oh, I'm still doing it. Right. I'm just right. going to adjust my expectations. Mm. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Instead of completely shutting it down, you adjust your expectations. When mm-hmm. you do actually walk into that thing, they're kind of cautioning you about. Yes. I like that. That's good. That's good. I had something, but I lost it. Sorry. No, that's... <laughs> so really what we're talking about today is packing up or keeping go- keep going and... I think it does matter that people use, oh, I know what I was talking about, that you surround yourself with. You know, Declare is this conference that I work for that's coming up in a week, and it's fresh on my mind. But I remember going my first year and not thinking I needed community of a community of people that did something similar to me because I just didn't see the value in it at that time. Not that I didn't think I needed it, but I thought, oh, I have my tribe. I have these people yeah. already that are around me. They're going to be my champions. And what I said the word right, by the way. Thank you. There you go. What I realized in going to this conference and meeting other people that do what I do, it wasn't a competition between us. It was a camaraderie and a me too. I get it. I understand what you're doing. I understand when those no's come that they're not a no that's shutting the door. They're just moving your, they're moving your um, trajectory, right? And so I can go to my friends all day long and you could do this too. I had a friend that had a special needs kid and I remember saying to her, I will be your friend till forever and ever but I cannot be a mom to mom in the sense of being able to truly relate to you with a special needs kid because Mm -hmm. I don't have that experience so if I'm asking my tribe to help push me through failure Mm -hmm. and all the things that come when you're going after something they don't really know what I do no but this other community does so I think it is important that you find people like you said, with the dance fitness, mm-hmm. your husband, he doesn't get what you do. It's not that he no. doesn't support you. It's not his wheelhouse. No. That's so, music and rap music right. is not his wheelhouse at all. No? No, it's Come not. On. It's not. So I have, But neither is designing a right. line at a plant. That's not my wheelhouse right. either. Yeah. Right. So we do need to find people that are in the same genre as us to help us figure out if it is time to pack up or if it is time to keep going because they know that path. They know that journey Mm because they're walking it out themselves. I was talking with him this morning and I said, not my husband, but uh, the other friend, and he said, um, oh, there was another gal that was in there visiting with us. And I said, I go, our job is such a creative job. And even as a writer or Mm -hmm. as podcasters, anyone like that, it's a creative job. You have to surround yourself with people with that creative energy because you tap out. For sure. For sure. I can only make so much choreography. I can only make so many, I don't know, word swags. I can only make so (laughs) many like memes and you just start to tap out and you have to fill your cup 
with other people that are in the same arena yeah. that you're in. Yeah. And I think when it comes to deciding if you should let it go, pack up or keep moving, I would say that check who you're around. Yeah. Are they doing the same thing that you're doing? Right. And if not, then reach out to other people that are doing the same thing and say, hey, how did you navigate this? I'm stuck here. Because yes. usually when you yes. want to quit, it's because you're stuck. Yeah, for you're sure. Stuck. You're not motivated. You're not inspired. Yeah. And you feel stuck. Or you're exhausted and it feels too hard. But, well, yeah. Yeah, that too. I always say when it comes to what I do with the messy mingling that I will know that I know that I know when the answer is no. Mm-hmm. I was telling Sarah before we got on here that I had woke my dog barked at like 4:30 this morning and I had this memory of a moment where I walked in with a um, literary agent and then an acquisition editor. So an acquisition editor is the one that you bring your they're shopping for books. Like mm-hmm. is there anything good that I can bring to my um, company to see if they're they're willing to take it on. And both of them, it was a no. And then one of them, though, we had a great conversation. That's how the messy mingling came to be, really, the the title of it and all the things. And she's like, I really don't ever give my card to somebody, but here's my card. And I thought that was like a That's an life, encouraging. Yeah, an encouraging lifeline. Like, uh-huh. I don't really pass this out, but I see something in you. So a couple months later, after I established a couple of things, I mean, like baby steps, I reached out to her and she reached back and was very kind, but it was a no. It was like, we don't, we're not looking for what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. I, I think that was a key point right now. Yeah. I think that's yeah, important yeah. to think about too. It is. Yeah. I, but I could have taken that as failure mm-hmm. and it's time to pack it up. And I just knew in my gut that it wasn't time. I just knew. And any time that I feel like it's time to wrap it up for me, I typically pray like, Lord, if this is like, you need to take it away from me. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, my ego is going to get in the way and I'm probably going to hold on a little too tight to it. It's going to be hard to let it go if you're asking me to lay it down. More times than not, I will get a DM or text or Facebook message or something of someone that says, hey, this really spoke to me. Mm-hmm. And it was an encouragement that even though I feel like I'm failing, I'm not where I need to be. I haven't done what I should be doing. Um, I heard this morning the best thing, stop shooting yourself. I told you that. No, Allie Love on Peloton told me that. She must have heard it from me because I literally <laughs> said that Did to you? Kristen. I go, you're shooting yourself all over the bed. Yes. And I think I told you that like the same week. It was me. It, it wasn't was the Peloton you. girl. Well, this stop morning she said, yourself stop shooting yourself. And that to me. Is another shirt for you? It is chicken another shirt. chicken shirt and shooting myself. Stop shooting yourself. But I do think a lot of us pack up too soon because we think we failed because we have been shooting ourselves. I should be here. I should be doing. Mm-hmm. I should be fill in your blank and we pack up and leave because we aren't at that should spot mm-hmm. and we think we failed and we're just not there yet because it's not time. Well, and that should spot is going to move. It's yes. always going to yes. move. Yes. I don't think anybody, you could probably ask some of the most successful people, um, do you feel like you're exactly where you wanted to be and what you wanted to do right and they would probably be like I've accomplished some things but right. I'm not where I want to be like yeah. they're all you're always pushing it's I, almost like the finish line gets like you get close to it and then it pushes forward a little bit and then you get well, close to it I've talked it. about this before any it's like compounding interest anytime you have some type of accomplishment it just encourages you for more yeah an accomplishment you yeah. encourage for more and it just piles and builds on top of each other and then you look like a person that's done amazing things and yeah. really you're just like 
I'm not there yet. I think this all goes back to one of our very first podcasts mm-hmm. where we talked about failing forward. Mm-hmm. And there really is no failure. There's learning, right? So even if something isn't going right, it doesn't mean you failed. It doesn't mean you pack up. It just means your road's shifted. There's a curve in the road. You're mm-hmm. making a right turn or a left turn. And you learn from whatever it is that didn't work out. And you move on to the next space and the next road that you're supposed to journey down. Well, I could look at the Live Limitless Coaching as a... Oh, your boyfriend's at the door. I, uh, I, I could look at Live Limitless Coaching and view that as a failure. Right. Because I didn't launch it the way that I wanted to and but what's funny is I don't view that as a failure I view that as something I'm still working on but it's not how I want it to be like it's, I feel the same thing for the like it is mingling. it is not a failure it is no. just not done I'm not done with that it's simmering it's 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 percolating yeah it's, it's getting it's, it's getting its flavor yes and you gotta so leave it on the stove I top. think there's you need to give space and validation for that yeah and I, I could easily sh- downshift into, oh my gosh, I spent that money on the website and the photo shoot and right. I had all these ideas and none of them came to fruition. I could easily downshift into that. I haven't until just the second. <laughs> but my point is, um, I don't feel that way. Like overall, yeah. I'm still positive yeah. about it. I don't feel that way. I feel like it's going to be something. It's a great concept. It's a first step. Yeah. And just yeah. because your first step doesn't look like the last step does not. Ooh, I like that. Just because your first step doesn't look, look like, like the last, last step. step doesn't mean it's wrong. I agree. Well, and I also think that a lot of times when you start something, you get all the ideas and you want to do them all at once. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I just think that we take them all in and then it's time to chop it up and work on one at a time yeah. and really focus and hone in on your voice and on it, what it is that you really should be doing. I don't think that it's failure that you're not doing it all right now. I think it's a learning experience of where am I, what road am I supposed to, it's a growing experience. Mm-hmm. You do, you say yes to everything before you get to say oh, no. We talked about yeah. that a little bit last week. I don't know if it's yeah. on the podcast or on the Yeah, on the you side. have to say yes to everything before you really know what, what mm-hmm. is your good yes and your good no. You and know, yeah, it'll also tell you what brings you joy and what doesn't. Yeah. Oh, if it's, if anything, it's all revealing and it's all success because you either learn you like it or you learn you don't. Yeah. For it's sure. It's that simple. And so don't be afraid to try something different. Like we talked about last week, even if it doesn't look the same as what right. you thought. Because then you'll know, oh, no. Yeah. Again, it brings back clarity and confidence. That's all it does is build on that. And the failure piece, I think the only, again, we've talked about this before. Um, failure is just, and even, I would say not, because you can stop doing something and it doesn't necessarily mean it's a failure. It means it's a choice. Mm. But I think... Failure is when you don't pursue or you stop doing something um, out of fear or out of other people's opinions. Yeah, I I definitely think failure is motivated by negative factors. Mm -hmm. When you say, I'm packing up, I don't think that's a bad thing. No, because some things do need to be packed up. I agree. I agree. And I... I think a lot of us, when we get to the pack up stage, we think we failed, Mm -hmm. but really it's like moving into a new house. 
You got to pack up the old one, you know, and you take some, right? So think about the analogy of packing your house. When you do pack your house up to move, you purge mm-hmm. most of the time, right? And you're like, I'm never going to have a house that has this much crap in it. But then you do. Yeah. But you purge all the junk and you only take certain things with you to the new house. Sometimes you have to get new furniture because your old furniture doesn't mm-hmm. fit. You have to get a new fridge because it doesn't fit. Your old fridge doesn't fit in the space. You get rid of the junk. So really packing up is a purging, a paring down, mm-hmm. and a moving to a new space that's going to serve you better and serve you well with the things that you need for that new place. Purging, pared, paring down, and prioritizing. Yes. Three P's. Yes, yes. So I don't really think, you know, we titled this failure. I don't think this is a, a podcast about failure, failure at all. It's about learning to know when to pack up. And say, there's a new house I got to move into. Mm-hmm. And I've got to get rid of some stuff. I can't take it all with me because it's not going to fit. I've got to get some new stuff in order for it to work out and be successful and function properly and in a healthy way. Um, so a lot of times when we pack up, we're moving to something better. Yes, I have perfect, not perfect, I hate that word. Um, <laughs> as you're saying that, I'm thinking that's spans all parts of your life. Absolutely. Not just your business life, Absolutely. but your but your friend, like your tribe, your group of yes. people, not a, it, it's not always going to fit. And you have to move yeah. forward. You know how people always say they're doing a Facebook clean out. You're like, yeah. you made it. Yes. Kind of thing. Yes. But um, I was thinking, as you're telling me that, when I worked at Pack Fitness and I started pulling back. And I didn't know why I was pulling back. Other right. than it didn't feel good anymore. Yeah. It was something that, was, that brought me joy, like mm-hmm. teaching the classes to... Um, like the night crew, the people brought me joy. Right. But there was something about it that didn't feel good. Right. And I just knew, I just trusted and had faith I had to take a step back. Was that a failure? No. No. I was listening to what my soul was telling me. But I will tell you on the other side of that, um, after pulling back and still seeing the world going on without me. Yeah. It gives you pause and it makes you question and it makes you, and it can kind of make you feel a little bit of that your feelings like right crap. right one they don't look like they didn't really need me yeah and two um I've gained five pounds because I'm not doing it <laughs> and three and you know what I mean it can make yes. you and make you almost not have but I think that's it, where we regret we've, but can make you feel like those failing feelings yeah and that's where I think we get failure mixed up with packing up and moving to something mm-hmm. better and for us not not something better for them or for that company or for that family or mm-hmm. whatever it's something that's better for you that you there's some purging that needs to happen there's some new stuff that needs to come in and in order to do that you got to step back and pack up a little bit and, and I that's think, not failure I don't think you feel that way on the front end I think you no. feel feel it on the back end absolutely I don't think you can feel I think the whole time you're packing it feels you're like excited. failure Oh, really? Well, I, not, I, I think you can have both. Okay. I think you could be excited or you can feel like you did when you stepped out of that role, mm-hmm. that instructor role there. I think there probably was a twinge of, I'm sure there was a lot of different feelings, FOMO. Yes. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of yeah. stuff. But I do think there was more of a twinge of failure rather than I'm excited for what's next. I do think there was an excitement in you, but I, I think... When you have to say no to something and you have to step back and you don't have all the answers for it, you just know that that's not right and you know you have to pack up and move on, mm-hmm. it feels like failure in the moment until you that's get to the I'm other side. To say. Yes. Thank you for saying yes. that, that way. That's exactly yes. what I was trying to say. And the space between 
The resolution. Oh, the middle sucks. But then you look back at the middle and you're like, you're kind of envious of yourself in that spot because it was such a growth and such a... No. no, I'm not envious of that oh. girl. I want the happy girl. I want the girl that's excited and rocking and killing it. The girl in the middle, well, she learned a lot, but come on now. Come on. <laughs> well, I, I was thinking about keeping going. Some of us pack up and move too soon because we're running from something. It gets too hard. It gets too scary. It gets too risky. We yeah. make the choice out of fear. And so we start packing up way too soon and we are running Instead of keeping going. So do you know how you can fix that? We talked about this a little bit before. Um, so my husband and I are thinking about moving. We don't need a different house. Right. We don't need any of those things. Right. And we're looking and I'm like having to evaluate and self-question. Am I running because... Are we moving because I want a distraction? Yeah. Am I moving because I... Basically that would be it. Like yeah. a distraction or... You feel like you need something else. Something else. Something different. Something different. And I think really that's just our body and our soul telling us that they are ready for a change. Yeah. Is that the right change? You just don't know what change it is. Yes. Yep. That's the question. Is that the right change? Or when there's so, or are you running away because you just don't want to deal? That's the other thing I'm trying. I'm like, I just, do I not just want to deal with that? And I do think that people pack up Mm -hmm. too soon because they don't want to deal. They're running away from something. They're scared of something. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so imperative. And I think it was important that we talked about the tribe at the beginning, even Mm -hmm. though neither of us really knew we were going there. Yeah. Because if you don't have people around you, that A, are doing what you're doing and can understand what realm you're in, Mm -hmm. and B, are people that you trust and that can come to you honestly and you can be vulnerable with. You need those people in your life to know when it is time to keep going. Or Mm -hmm. am I packing up and running? Or, you know, you need that. And it is important to have so much of what you were saying was a lot about self-evaluation, self-awareness. And it is so hard for a lot of us, most of us to look at that reflection in the mirror and, and ask ourselves, am I doing this for ego? Am I doing this because Mm -hmm. I'm running from something or I'm bored or it's too hard or I'm scared. That internal dialogue with yourself is really hard for most people. Really? Yeah. I'm a very intrinsic person. This happens every time. Can you tell people not to call while recording to do (laughs) <laughs> no, I think that um, I think that we I think a lot of people really do struggle because it's hard to it's hard to look at our faults. Mm-hmm. I don't mind because I'm like get those out of me. To me it's like a yes. cancer in my soul and so I don't want to I might not recognize it or want to accept it at first if you tell me like I might be like nope, you're wrong. Screw you. But I'll sit on it, it'll marinate, and mm-hmm. I'll be like, she was right. Yeah. This is something that needs to happen. So, yeah, I think it's hard for people to do that introspective thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes it's hard for us to listen to our tribe because we don't. We know their answer is right, but we don't want to hear it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when it comes to pick, packing up or staying, yeah, pack up or keep going? I think it comes down to you having some internal conversations and having Mm -hmm. a tribe that's going to help guide you to help you know Mm -hmm. which it is so you had mentioned the other day that you do a uh, word vomit yes is that the right word is that word dump word Word dump dump. i was doing a word dump a word dump 
And I thought about that, and my son has a lot of feelings, and so I was explaining, I go, why don't you try this, you know, just write out everything that you think, blah, blah, blah. That way you can kind of, it almost creates a, not a disconnect, but a, um, um, it it's gives, a release. It's a release, and it also can bring light to situations that you think are so terrible that aren't really that yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um, so I think that should be something that's part of that evaluation. Yeah. So if you don't know how to like self evaluate and you don't know what questions to ask yourself, just maybe start doing like a word dump. Mm-hmm. Just like write out. Should I move? Should I not move? Am I moving because I just want to change and I don't want to deal with what's here? Am I moving? No, like yeah. write out those questions. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are like, I don't want to write stuff. Ugh. Right. But there's a con- there's a connection when you a mental and the mental and physical connection of like writing something. Oh, for sure. Versus like typing it on your phone yes. or something like that. Yes. It's, it's just different. It is. So I completely agree. And I do think a word dump is a very important thing to do. And mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want with it. You could give it to one of your trusted tribe members and mm-hmm. say, hey, read this. Let me know what you think. I mean, they might think you're crazy, but that's what they're there for, right? So Megan, we can share I have our crazy. for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm prepared. Um, I think you do need to talk to your tribe. I do think that you need to have people that are whatever it is that you're going after that you feel like you pack up or keep going like you're on that brink of which one do I do. You need to find someone that's doing the same thing like you said Mm -hmm. so that they can spread some light or show some light to it. Um, Yeah. Keep talking. Well, no, I wanted to like record the wrap up that way. Oh, I don't know what else I was going to say to that. I distracted you by picking this up. No, and I really didn't know where I was going with that to be honest. I think that we've said all that we can say. <laughs> I do too. You need a tribe. You need to look internally. Um, packing up is not failure. Purging. Purging, paring down, and prioritizing. prioritizing. Yeah. I think we've said it all. So, um, and just know that if you do have to pack up, you're moving to a new place. It's not a bad place. I know. And it's going to bring different people and different experiences. And you'll learn more about yourself. Yeah. And you'll learn either what you like or what you don't like. Yes. There's no negative in it at all. No. And there's no negative in keeping going either because you'll learn that you have some stamina and some grit. And that's Mm -hmm. a good thing to learn about yourself. But if you are a person that doesn't usually follow through with things, (laughs) maybe it might be a time to follow through. I don't know. And keep going. Keep going just to see what that feels like. See what it feels like on the other side of, well, I typically do this. Let me try something different. Yeah. I will tell you that's a lot of mentality when it comes to like personal development and mm-hmm. like nutritional guidance and fitness yeah. and stuff like that. It's you, you know what you've been doing. Right. And you're not satisfied or happy. Let's right. try something different. Yeah. And let's press through and press on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are never going to achieve perfection this side of heaven. So stop trying and let's live messy together. I'm Megan from The Messy Mingling, and I'm Sarah from Live Limitless Coaching, and together we're the Live Messy Podcast. Today we talked about purging, paring down, and prioritizing, and trying to decide whether you just pack up or if you keep going. We also talked about how important it is to have a tribe and know your tribe and know who are the people that you can lean into and who are the ones that they're just not going to be those people for that time. Doesn't mean that they aren't a good friend or they're not supportive. They're just not going to meet that need for you. We talked also about um, having people in your life that are doing the same thing as you so that they can understand really what you are experiencing and give you good 
sound advice on whether or not to pack up or keep going. Remember, this whole packing up or keeping going thing really has nothing to do with failure, but everything to do with knowing that if it is time to pack up, that you are moving to a new and better place. And if it is time to keep going, that you're going to learn so much about yourself and you're going to establish some grit, which is always a good thing. Always.